My friends, good evening. The Lancet, a medical journal, recently put out a declaration that was signed by a whole bunch of people we'll take a look at. The declaration was calling for a great transition of society in order to achieve planetary health. That sounds kind of cool, but what exactly is a great transition? And for that matter, what is planetary health? I wanted to have that conversation with you tonight, but even as I was putting together some of the data to, uh, to look at, Prince Charles got on stage at COP26, where apparently Joe Biden fell asleep, and announced that what the world really needs is a vast military-style campaign in order to achieve a fundamental economic transition. In fact, he went further. He said it needs to go far beyond the global GDP. It needs to command respect far beyond any national government. In other words, this is a supranational, global governance effort, a top-down authoritarian. That's what military style means. So there's obviously tremendous resources and guns behind this great transition. I think now it definitely behooves us to find out what exactly it is. Let's talk about it. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer broadcast. And while I will link directly to the Lancet uh, Declaration below the Sao Paulo Declaration on Planetary Health, I want to read some of the extracts from this from thecollegefix.com. Quote, Medical Journal has released a declaration calling for restructuring of the economy in order to save the planet. University leaders and advocacy organizations have signed onto a document that calls for a great transition of society in order to support a more equitable and resilient post-pandemic world. Now, the declaration specified that, quote, achieving the great transition will require rapid and deep structural changes across most dimensions of human activity. And before I go any further, deep is a key word among climate alarmists. You've heard it before from deep adaptation which looked at how billions of people were going to die because of the imminent climate tragedy, and we had to do away with private ownership of cars, and we had to stop eating meat, and yada, yada, yada. And for that matter, we've also heard the words planetary health before. In fact, even from The Lancet, no less, when they introduced their planetary health diet. You know, the one that said we would have to cut out all animal source foods. You wouldn't be eating meat. It'll be plant-based, maybe some lab-grown meat, some bugs. That's the diet that is best for planetary health. And in fact, the Lancet went so far. Of course, the World Economic Forum latched onto that. The United Nations loves it. Uh, the Lancet in that uh, planetary health diet document said, quote, food is the single strongest lever to optimize human health on the one hand, and environmental sustainability on the other. So health, like COVID, environment, like global warming, these are the crises they're using in order to take away your ability to grow your own food. But now it's much bigger than that. Now they're going all the way. And in fact, we've even heard the idea of a great transition and restructuring the world economies from Mariana Matsukatu when she introduced the idea of a climate lockdown. She said, quote, governments would impose limits on private vehicle use. They would ban the consumption of red meat. They'd impose extreme energy saving measures. Or, or maybe instead, we could overhaul our economic structures and do capitalism differently. 
So, so far we've heard some of these words before, but now let's see what this new Lancet Sao Paulo Declaration on Planetary Health defines for planetary health. Quote, planetary health is a solutions-oriented, transdisciplinary field and social movement focused on analyzing and addressing the impacts of human disruptions to Earth's natural systems on human health and indeed on all life on Earth. The key phrase there being human disruptions. It is your fault. Remember, that is what the Club of Rome said four decades ago when they came up with the idea of using global warming as a way to get people to change their behavior. This is the ultimate realization of those intentions, of those ideas. Out of the 300 signers, 90 were higher education organizations, according to Harvard's Jeremy Piver of the Chan School, who's one of the three authors of this declaration. So already, straight out of the gate, nearly 100 universities have signed on to pushing planetary health. What does that mean? Well, for example, nursing schools will be able to help their students participate in the great transition. The University of Minnesota, for example, their nursing school has pledged to train its students how they can participate in protecting planetary health. Say that three times fast. The declaration encourages medical professionals to, quote, incorporate planetary health concepts and values into the main curricula and professional codes of conduct for all future health practitioners. Again, well, <laughs> we got rid of all the nurses and all the doctors who didn't believe whatever they were told, who didn't accept whatever mandates were forced upon them. And so now that we have only the order followers, yeah, yeah, you're going to go out there and you're going to tell your patients what we want you to tell them. And what is that? Quote, all nursing schools across the nation will soon start to redesign their curriculum based on these new essentials. We're going to address social determinants of health. One of the requirements that's going to move us closer to the great transition for healthcare. This, this language is alarming. It should be scary. What kind of uh, what kind of curricula will they be pushing now that they're participating <laughs> in the great uh, transition? Well, nurses are going to teach patients how to eat plant-based diets. There you go. That's how you're going to improve planetary health. It's not a surprise, right? That's what the Lancet said years ago was the planetary health diet. But now we kicked out the doctors and the nurses and all the students who weren't willing to accept and inject whatever we gave them. And now we have a perfect body that we can program with whatever beliefs we want and they will be forcing onto their patients plant-based diets. We're gonna change what you eat. In fact, one university, George Mason University, it wasn't just the nursing school, the whole university signed on to this great transition to planetary health. George Mason University hopes to put, uh, here it is, quote, hopes to put into effect the great transition. It's just so weird to see a new word introduced and then a university with tremendous resources say, we're going to put it into effect. We're going to offer opportunities like a graduate degree in environmental science and policy, which will include a concentration in planetary health. Again, we've taken over your institutions. We've pushed out through mandates anyone who doesn't believe whatever we tell them and now we're going to inject our poison. Now you're going to eat the bugs. You're going to tell your patients to eat your bugs. We're taking over. This is like 
the Rockefeller takeover of medicine taken to the next level, right, to the extreme. Now, another keyword that was important there was the social determinants, addressing social determinants of healthcare. That is something we've also seen, and I've also covered when we talked about how uh, much of the media was calling COVID-19 not a pandemic, but a syndemic that was derived from social causes. Yes, it was racism and social inequity that caused the pandemic in the first place. And that's why we need a social vaccine for COVID-19. So I really just want to make sure that you, especially folks who've been following this channel for a long time, are seeing that all the threads we've been covering are now finally being woven together. And that's why the censorship is being ratcheted up on global warming deniers. They're being called terrorists. And I will return to that in a future video. For now, I just want to close by referencing one thing that the, uh, the Lancet put into the declaration, and that is this. What, what is the most important aspect of this great transition? Yes, yes, planetary health, but what, what does it mean? What are you actually going to do? This great transition, quote, demands a rapid shift in, number one, how we produce and consume food. That is the first thing out of their mouths. That is the most important item on their list. Remember, food was the single strongest lever that they want to pull. And why is it so important? Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you grow your own food, it doesn't matter what those people tell you to do. You just ignore them. But if you depend on them to feed you, then you've got to buy into this at some level. Then they can pull your strings. They can starve you out at the end of the day. And we are headed that way rapidly. Now, there is one sentence in the Lancet's declaration with which I agree. And that is this. It's the first sentence. Quote, humanity and indeed all life on earth, is very much at a crossroads. That crossroads is, will we allow these technocrats to completely dismantle human society, to divorce us from God and nature, to take away from us our ability to grow food and raise animals, to completely enslave us? Or will we recognize this threat? Will we get back out in our gardens and get our hands dirty and fight to keep growing food and to be able to feed our kids and the generations that come after that. That, that is the great crossroads that I see and that I've been talking about for years now. So I want to pause here and leave it there for this video. But again, I will return to the flip side of this is how they are criminalizing and uh, equating Anyone who questions cow farts as a terrorist, as an extremist, uh, because if you don't buy into their lies, they're going to tell their newly brainwashed, mandate secluded, you know, they, they, they have succeeded at isolating these people into an ideological bubble, and now they're making enemies out of anyone that doesn't buy into it. But when that extends beyond just the medical aspects of what's going on right now into everything, into whether or not meat is a social taboo, right? We've heard they want to make it a taboo like smoking. Uh, into whether or not you think the sun has anything to do with climate. Oh, that, you can't say that. That's wrong think, right? These are. This is where all of this is heading. And it's heading there rapidly. And we need to be having conversations every day with everyone that will listen 
to try and push the Overton window back in a sensible direction. So get out there and have those conversations and keep those hands dirty in the garden. You can find this report on iceagefarmer.com. You can subscribe on bitshoot.com slash iceagefarmer or odyssey.com slash at iceagefarmer. If you appreciate this broadcast, if you value this information, you can help me support the show. There's a few ways listed to do that at iceagefarmer.com slash support. And I very genuinely appreciate your help in getting the word out. So thank you. All right, folks, for now, be well.